With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. That's right. Thanks joining. Thanks for joining us for the uh, Thursday, December 7th edition. Be, it can't be December already. Of the Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Give Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. He's got parts. He's got service. He's got great deals, welding, body work, more, anything you need. Scott, like later it. on we'll talk about uh, some of the new requirements uh, safety-wise that uh, UMP is going to be expecting us to use this summer and uh, be a good time to buy them. Prices are good. Problems again with this thing. It won't ever mute. I don't know why. It's super slow. Anyways, uh, we got a good show for you tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about Summer Nationals. We are going to talk... Um, let's get to the exciting part. Let's talk PRI about, let's talk, and let's talk to Kevin Jaycox. On the phone with us right now, Kevin Jaycox uh, from Sandusky Speedway. Kevin, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Excellent. Wonderful. Thanks uh, for uh, coming on tonight. You got a big race coming up at uh, Sandusky Speedway. I, stupid computer. I just want to throw it out the window. Excuse me. There we go. The uh, Hangover Race, the annual Hangover Race. Yeah. You, you've been doing this for uh, how many years now? I want to say, I, I don't. I, I know it's on my flyer that I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say it's the 39th. So I, I think it's one year longer than the High Miler. Okay. And uh, this is an annual uh, race that uh, goes on pretty much, uh, for those listeners that, that aren't familiar with it, goes on rain or shine or snow or ice or pretty much anything. Uh, yeah, no matter what. On uh, January 1st, and I've, I've raced in some of that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no matter what is definitely uh, a true story. <laughs> Um, we definitely had some interesting ones. <laughs> so how how did this uh, come about uh, 38, 39 years ago, whatever it was? Uh, Larry Bose, uh, who uh, is one of the people that uh, run Eldora, uh, he used to run Sandusky Speedway. And uh, rumor has it uh, he, he, needed, he wanted to come up with some winter money to go to Florida every year, so he created this event to make some money. Um, but, you know, Larry was a, a phenomenal promoter, and still is, but uh, yeah, he came up with and created this event. And when we were fortunate enough, when we took it over, we just kept going on. And uh, it, it's, it's probably my favorite race of the year. I mean, the, I between that mine. and the High Miler, but the Hangover Race is just fun. I mean, I, I got a lot of great people that have been there a long time, like Ron. Um, that have been uh, numerous races and uh, got to know these guys, and uh, it, it's just it's just fun to race with some people that 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 don't race at your track normally, but get to right race with them in the winter and met a, became a lot of good friends. Uh, how how long have you been uh, running the track then? This will be my fifteenth year. Okay. And well, I feel pretty good about winning thirteen of them then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's won almost every one of. Them. Has has it uh, has this, the event changed uh, over the years, or has it pretty much been the same? I've only been there probably the last uh, five or ten years. 
Um, no, it's still right in the same. Um, I, I really like how Larry had it. Um, we really didn't change. I don't really think we changed anything. Um, we did stop. You know, there's there, it started getting out of hand a couple of years ago. Um, we backed off on allowing them to throw snowballs during green flag racing and and trying to pick off my safety crew, and uh, we kind of <laughs> stopped that part. But um, yellow, during the yellows, we still allow them to throw snowballs if they if they're made at the racetrack and not brought from freezers or anything. So, um, but uh, it, it's been uh, we we have, we probably have the same fans that, that have been to every one of them. Um, the, I mean, they still come to it. So yeah, we really haven't changed too much. I mean, probably no need to. And, and the snowballs are, are still okay then, as long as it's during caution. Yeah, during cautions. We uh, the, the biggest issue is the last couple of winters. Um, you know, the, the, we haven't had bad winters, so the tracks are is starting to get fast. And if there is any snow around, it it, it could make it a little bit more interesting. But <laughs> um, but the, it's been it's been pretty quick. I didn't know that you didn't allow imported snowballs. I've seen coolers. no. In reason we don't. Um, uh, and it, it, everything goes from learning experiences. You know, you, you, we've always allowed it. You know, it's been allowed it every year there was. And then we had, we had uh, one of my crew people got blasted pretty good and busted his nose. And we, we thought we better, uh, we better back off on that. Wasn't there a challenge uh, to if you hit the flagman, uh, you get something? I forget what it was. Yeah, yeah, yep. You got a hot dog and a pop, and uh, I actually started that. Um, <laughs> and and, and uh, we uh, we 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 probably started that 14, 15 years ago, and uh, I think I've paid out paid it out once. <laughs> probably some high school baseball player. Yeah, it was it, it was a pretty good shot. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> so, is that still going to be in effect uh, for this? Uh, well, for next year's oh, event. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now. Can- Kevin, okay. enough about uh, the hangover race for a few minutes. Um, let's talk about your 2018 season and what you've got going, uh, what classes you're going to have there. Uh, let, let's, uh, let's let the fans know because uh, a lot of our listeners are, are dirt folks, and let's tell them what you're up to. Yeah, it, it's uh, – I mean, everybody knows that, you know, asphalt racing has been uh, uh, a pretty tough deal um, the last, you know, five, six years. Um, we, we made some, we, we attempted to do a bunch of things last year. Um, some worked really good. Some didn't work at all. Uh, but we're, uh, we're going to move forward. We, uh, we, some of the changes that we did make, uh, our weekly racing is going to be $7 to get in, wow. um, next year, which we really think, so. we tried it last year at five. Um, and we're, he had huge success with them all. Um, but so we, we, uh, but we just didn't make enough to cover what we need to cover. Um, so we jacked that up to seven instead of five, but it's still, that's still a great deal. That's impressive. We have the 410 nine wing sprints are going to come in, um, and race, uh, once or twice this year. We have the CRS truck series, um, which is an Ohio based deal. Um, they, they're going to race like four times at our track this year. And we obviously got the high mileage super modified nationals. Um, the end of July, which is a, just an unbelievable event. It's probably the sign- signature event in, in most of the racing in Ohio. Um, and Let, then we, let's, uh, let's we're going to ta- run uh, the main event late model series a couple times. Kevin, um, let's, so we're, let's, we're pretty let's, excited about that. Let's talk about your late model, or I'm sorry, your uh, super mods, the, the high miler. And uh, a lot of our, again, a lot of our listeners are, are dirt guys and, uh, the the super modifieds are are kind of a special breed. Why don't you tell us a little bit about them? The super modifieds, um, um, eighteen hundred and fifty pound car. Um, you know, with uh, 
about an almost 850, 900 horsepower uh, big block um, that hangs way out to the left. Uh, so obviously your corner speeds uh, very very quick. Um, acceleration's very amazing. They also have uh, movable wings. You know, they, they, when it goes down straight away, the wing goes all the way flat, and when it goes in a corner, it comes up for corner corner speed. Um, but if you haven't seen a super modified, even just seeing a super modified make a lap is amazing. But when you put 24 of them and run them 100 laps, it's a really amazing, and uh, it, it's it's just an unbelievable event. Um, it had some really big names, you know, Chris Pearl. Bentley Warren, uh, Joe Gosick. I mean, a lot of big names that have ran this deal, um, and some of them still run this deal. Did Jimmy Champagne used to run with you? Yes, he did. Yeah, he used to run High Mallard, uh, but probably one of the great, obviously, one of the greatest people in all super modified racing. I mean, he, he was a very big innovator and a great driver, but it's one event he never won. Really? No, it's one event he's never won. Somebody asked me today, we were talking about it at, at the race shop, they said, how fast do you think a Super goes? And I said, well, I don't know. I can tell you that back in the 80s, they they had a couple of dates at the mile track at Syracuse, and they were blazing fast. Um, how fast do you think they're running at the long end of your backstretch? The long end of my backstretch, I would say upper upper 150. Um, you know, I can tell you at IRP when uh, they had Nisma show there, um, Bentley Warren was clocked at 201 going down the front stretch. Holy cow. Um, but they're, they're, these cars are wicked fast. And uh, they're just unbelievable machines. And uh, I, I was, my kid my kid raced one the last couple of years. Um, and, and it was just an honor to run with these guys. I mean, there's just so much talent in that group. I'd be scared to run with yeah. them. Did you ever see any of the uh, the – uh, super races when they were at Syracuse? Uh, no, I did not. But the, the funny part about all that is, you know, Syracuse is closed. Right. Um, which, I mean, that's sad. It's not funny. But uh, they moved all the that race to uh, uh, Oswego Speedway, the home of Super Modifieds. And uh, once a year, you know, at the end of the year, they, they put dirt on Oswego Speedway and they run the Dirt Nationals there. And that's a pretty impressive race. And I guess they... The reason they went to Oswego was because there was plenty of room for camping and trying to carry the uh, Syracuse tradition on w- without uh, offending the fans too much. Exactly, and there is there's plenty of room, and it's a great event. Uh, it's a great event. Now, have you uh, do you have a, a schedule set for 2018 yet, or at least uh, an opening uh, date? Uh oh. Uh-oh. No schedule done yet. We will have it done by before the hangover race. Um, that's actually usually our goal. Uh, you, cut, you, cut out a, you cut out just a, a little bit ago. Did you say you did or did First week of May. First week of May, okay. Gotcha. And and that'll be a Saturday? Uh, yes. Yeah, we're going, we went to Sundays last year. Um, the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, <laughs> oh, come I'll on. That mistake again. Uh, Kevin, I know you've done some pretty dumb things. Uh, just going to Sunday for one year, couldn't, that, that, that couldn't have been the dumbest thing. Uh, no, but, I, I think I fell in a driver's meeting at a hangover race and started making snow angels the other one year. Yeah, I think I remember that one. All right, uh, back back to the uh, the hangover race, uh, which is coming up again January 1st. Uh, we're talking to Kevin Jaycox uh, from Sandusky Speedway, for those of you just joining us. Uh, you have uh, three kind of uh, open, not really open, but uh, 
the rules are pretty lax as far as uh, trying to get uh, cars to come there, and they come from all over. You have three classes. Uh, hey, tell us a little bit what the, the classes uh, people can expect to see. Yeah, we have the, the whiskey class, which is uh, um, our front-wheel drive class, um, and it's pretty much, I mean, it's just a front-wheel drive class. Um, basically, there's like five rules. Um, then we have a moonshine stock class, which is like a street stock uh, class, and then we have a champagne class, which you know we might as well call the Ron Miller class. <laughs> oh, come on, um, that, that, that's just open rules. And uh, uh, he, he almost got he almost got beat a couple of years ago by his own car. So I'm not even <laughs> sure if that counts. But <laughs> we need to get some super mods out there for for this. I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't either. Uh, so what? What do you tell? I think that's the only rule we have. That is, honestly, in the champagne stocks, the only rule we have is no four ten spring cars or super modified. Gotcha. And and, there, and you have all that information on your uh, website, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had a couple of customers asking specific rules questions and uh, wondering. In the past, they have allowed, and then last year they did not allow any sideboards at all on the uh moonshine the moonshine class the two barrel cars yeah we're I, i'm gonna we're gonna talk i'm actually on my way i'm 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 on my way back from kansas city uh, from work and uh um when i get i got a meeting with my race director um uh sunday morning and the, one of the things i want to discuss with him real quick is to verify what he's going to do there um I, I know we have allowed it in the past and uh he was a lot more stricter about that last year um but i i think we really should um uh, allow some of that um just as long as the car is the same you know what i mean uh, you know just me the rest of the car meets the street stock rules my suge- um, my or, suggestion would be like a, a two foot by four foot maximum sideboard uh you know keep them from going real crazy but it'd make them look different Right, exactly. I, that's not a bad idea either. And um, but Chris and I will talk about that Sunday, and I'll make sure it's on our website by Sunday night. Very what, good. One other uh, rules question: What about uh, drivers uh, with uh, four barrel carburetors? Can they unhook the back too? Yes. Yes. Okay. There, there's your answer, Bill Daniels. He wanted to know that, and I did too, actually. So, so uh, we uh, we have email uh, access here, and uh, a lot of. A lot of our fans uh, send us questions, so you've just answered one of them. <laughs> uh, what What about uh, admission prices uh, for fans coming out? Uh, what What's that look like? Twelve dollars for adults, kids six through five, uh, or six through uh, twelve, or five dollars, five and under are free. And uh, what are the times uh, this uh, goes on New Year's Day? Big gates open at ten, high laps are eleven, races at one. Very good. How many more do I have to do I do I have to win before it can have my name on it too? You uh you uh you are actually five away. I, I I'm pretty positive it's Bill Hart has won eighteen, um and you have won thirteen. But I'm not sure Bill Hart won all his in the class that you were in. What well, well? How about if I bring two cars? Run one in whiskey and one in. <laughs> That would count. I would say that would count. Oh, my. Well, there you, then it would only take you, uh, you could probably get within three years, you, you could get it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want to keep him at, I'd like to keep him at one a year that way I make sure he stays there because he's one of the great guys <laughs> that come that race. You, you have no idea how much I enjoy this race, Kevin. It, it, it's just a good time. Um, you know, I'm probably not going to retire on my winnings there, but 
It, it, it's a blast. It really is. And I, I got to thank you for, and, and, for doing we do the best. I agree with that. You know, you worded that perfectly. I mean, we do the best we can on how much we can pay. Um, and it's like I try to, and, and that's why I love that group so much. You know, all of them, they all understand it. You know, we're at big risk. I mean, you know, everybody says, well, you're going to be open no matter what. Yeah, but if it's pouring down rain, you know, there's not one person going to be in those fans. I guarantee you that. You know, if, I would think that would that uh, would bring in the fans. They're like, we're going to go watch a race in the rain. They never do that. Right, but if if, if there's four four or five inches of snow, we'll probably pack the place. You know, it, it, it's just uh, it's true. just a different. We we've had it where it's one the one year that I ran it, it was fifty four degrees when we opened, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be standing room only. You know, I mean, this place <laughs> is gonna be packed. I had the police department calling me saying you got cars all the way out to the road. It was, you know, you got to get going. You know, and. Uh, by the time we we threw the green of the first race, we had three inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> you know, by the end of it, we couldn't. It was it was funny. We had our front wheel drive cars. We ran last, and because obviously we tried to get the faster cars up front, and uh, we ran the front wheel drive class last. And we threw the green, and one car went off the turn one, and every car filed. I think I was there that year. In over the corner. <laughs> I've got a video of it. Yeah, I remember my, that. Gr- my granddaughter was uh, one of the two cars that completed the first lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was only two cars that completed the first lap out of like 29. That was the funniest Stephanie, thing I think I've ever seen. They Stephanie just all went Miller straight. Was, Stephanie Miller was one of the ones that completed a lap. Yep, I, and I also remember the one year we had it, it, it snowed so hard. By the end, I, I had to put six employees down the backstretch because I couldn't see it from the tower. <laughs> wow. Also, Great also, times, it's Kevin. Been, it's been a lot of fun. Well, definitely looking forward to it again. That's uh, January 1st, Sandusky Speedway. It's the Bill Hart, Wild Bill Hart Hangover Race. Just, uh, just, just a little bit of information. I looked at the way extended forecast, and it's calling for 37, snow, snow. 37 degrees and partially cloudy. No snow until like two days later. That's perfect. I'm hoping for snow. I like the snow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. We appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk with us tonight. All right, take care, guys. Really appreciate you having me. Yeah. See nice you show. A, Thank see, you. See you in a couple of weeks. All right, take care, Rob. All right, Kevin Jaycox from uh, Sandusky Speedway joining us, uh, talking about the Hangover Race coming up New Year's Day. Definitely looking forward to it. I enjoy going racing in it or just watching. It's fun. How about those super modifieds? I haven't seen them there. I've seen them at Toledo Speedway, but not at uh, Sandusky. 201 miles an hour with Bentley Warren. That That's an amazing speed on a short track. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty fast. Scary. <laughs> you think your, uh, your outlaw late model could go that fast? It could. Would I? Yeah, probably. Actually, at uh, Syracuse, they caught us long end of the straightaway, 165 miles an hour. Really? In uh, your in outlaw or a regular late model? Regular late model. All right. And that was the same weekend that at Syracuse, Steve Kinzer was uh, set quick time, and they caught him 177 in his sprint car, long end of the backstretch at Syracuse. One mile, hard packed dirt. Uh, he was hunkered down in the seat. Uh, death grip on the steering wheel. It's the only time I've ever seen Steve Kinzer scared or or at least seemingly scared in a race car. Well, they Earl Baltas had built uh, that mile track down there by Eldora. And I guess I remember reading that some of the 
He had some late model drivers test it out, and they were scared and said, we're not going to race on this because it's too fast. We've run we've run uh, quite a few races uh, on, on the mile tracks. Uh, I was working in upstate New York for a while, and I ran big Most, lo- most big, of those tracks are pretty flat, aren't they? Yeah. In the corners? I, oh, yeah. The Syracuse is... Uh, and we also ran the, the well. We ran the late models two years at Syracuse, and we ran one year at Springfield, Illinois. And again, it's a fairgrounds track, primarily a horse track, but they're a lot of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, a lot of news uh, coming out uh, even just uh, the past few days here. The uh, Hell Tour schedule has been released. That's the uh, Dirt Car Summer National Late Models. Uh, Twenty-eight races, thirty-two uh, days. They've been doing this for thirty-three years. Not quite as long as the hangover race at Sandusky, but still quite a long time. And uh, they're going to kick that off on June 13th in uh, Peoria, Illinois. Uh, there's a minimum of 5000 to win uh, for each of those races. Uh, most of the races are going to be in Illinois, 17 of them. That was kind of sad. I, yeah. I had really hoped that they would do a little bit more of an Eastern tour. but Four in Indiana. And, uh, and, the... and those are really Western Indiana, yeah. other than... Uh... What was that? Was it Plymouth or? We got Kentucky, Tennessee, um, Missouri, Michigan, and uh, they're going to wrap things up at Oakshade Raceway with the doubleheader as they have done the past, has it been three years now? We've oh, been doing I, think Friday, Saturday? I think it's four or five years. Okay. It's been a few years. They got the, the Friday, uh, July 13th and July 14th with the uh, Summit Modified Nationals as well. And that's a great time. It's as much a party as it is a race. Fans absolutely pack the place. If you haven't been to Oakshade for the birthday race, make it happen this year. Absolutely, it'll be big. And uh, they did. Have, I did notice on the schedule for the uh, Summer Nationals, they have that Thursday open right before the finale. There, I, I certainly. Do you, think, do you I, think they'll fill that? Maybe Attica or maybe Millstream. Talk to your buddy Greg. That would be that'd be killer to see hey. it, see it Thursday at Millstream. There you go. You got connections. Let's make it happen. Okay. Maybe he's, maybe he's, Hammer Down Racing Report will have to sponsor oh, that okay. one. So well, yeah, we'll get right on that. We'll, we'll belly up to the table on that and get Greg going. We're gonna have to to up your uh, costs here for the Ron Miller Race Car Studio sponsorship. Yeah, I understand that. If you're interested in sponsoring the Hammer Down Racing Report, speaking of which, uh, email us or email me, Scott Hammer at iHeartMedia.com. That's iHeartMedia, not Radio.com. And I'll get back to you. Good. And it can be relatively inexpensive. Oh, yeah. You don't have to spend a lot of money. We've got a lot of very loyal listeners. Shoot Scott a message. Absolutely. Uh, Summit Modified Nationals, I uh, mentioned them. They're uh, going to be uh, joining the the uh, Summer Nationals for the eighth straight year. They have 33 races, though, compared to the uh, 28 that the late models are running. The Modifieds will be doing 33 because they – continue on uh, for like another week after the uh, Summer Nationals end. Uh, that wraps up at the Prairie Dirt Prairie I, Dirt Classic. Classic, yeah. that's. I had a typo. I put classes. I was like, what the hell? The Prairie Dirt Classic. Thank you. At February American <laughs> Legion Speedway. That is July 27th and 28th. I think this is the weekend my brother's getting married too. Ooh. You probably won't be at the Prairie Dirt Classic. I don't know. I think the 28th is a uh, Saturday, and he's getting married on a Sunday. So. Oh, well. Yeah. You could be back. He knows not to get married on a Saturday. I'm busy on Saturdays. Uh, Lima Land announced uh, their opening night. They're going to be uh, kicking off their 83rd year of racing on uh, April 20th, Friday night. 
and uh, they'll be racing through August 11th. That's uh, their final night, which they uh, they end they, early. They, they close early. Yeah, they're owned by a college though, so they can do what they want. Scott, I don't yeah. think that Attica has released theirs yet. I haven't seen but, anything. But do you know that racing is just a touch over three months away? Is it already? Yeah. Cool. That's uh, I. Well, unless you're going to the hangover race. Well, yeah, I, I'm talking about summertime racing. Let's go at it every week, just over three months away. You wouldn't know it by the weather outside today. No, and uh, <laughs> Saturday's not going to be beautiful around northwestern no. Ohio. No. Uh, other uh, Ohio racing news here. The Ohio Sprint Car Series is uh, no more. Promoter Brad McCown has terminated the series, citing not having enough time to do everything. He runs uh, Atomic Speedway down near Chillicothe. Uh, he's going to be focusing on that in 2018. They've already released their 2018 schedule, as we mentioned last week on the show. So I don't know if you were aware of that, were you? Uh, no, I don't no? think I was. Okay. Uh, Florence Speedway announced the 2018 Sunoco Race Fuels North-South 100 will take place on August 9th through the 11th. 50000 to win. Chump change. Three-day three program? Yeah. Wow. The uh, weekend payout will now exceed $225,000. Yeah. That's some big-time money right there. <laughs> you, we should have your car ready for that one, you Scott. You think so? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I'll be legal for that. Um, uh, other things going on uh, down in Indianapolis, the uh, PRI trade show. Uh, that started today, did it not? And it you, started today. You skipped today. out on that to, to come into the studio tonight. Exactly. But, You're uh, going down there tomorrow? Yep. We're heading down. We're, we're leaving here 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. Wow. My favorite son and I, my wife, will be heading out and uh, try to catch it all in one day. Okay. Apparently the, that uh, uh, deal attracts 48,000 members of the racing industry annually. It's it's huge. I've, I've heard of it. I've never been there. What What is it? Everybody that's anybody that manufactures parts for the racing industry is there it it's just it's enormous it gets bigger every year sanctioning bodies are there tire companies parts manufacturers so it's like comic-con for right. racers right well and it's not just circle track there's also drag racing off-road trucks uh in the past it had been industry only uh you had to be a viable race shop or have a, a connection a couple of years ago, they, they opened it up to race teams, too. And now there's even race fans going, getting autographs. And especially Saturday is not what it was originally planned. But the, so, it, so would you say it's for race fans as well as, uh, you know, racers? and That was not the original intent, but it's kind of morphed into that. Okay. Is there lots of freebies there? Yep. So that's... That's pretty, pretty much anybody loves. Pretty, everybody loves freebies. Pretty girls in short dresses. And, well, and guys and, like that. And most, they do. Most guys and, do. And, uh, all, you know, half of the booths give away candy and, you know, flashlights. and just Apparently I need to go to this. Yeah. Girls, candy, <laughs> all kinds and of, racing. All kinds of race catalogs, <laughs> lots of racers, a lot of race cars, uh, all different classes. So it it's very enlightening. And that uh, goes tonight. Tomorrow, Saturday? And Saturday. Okay. Saturday ends. And that's uh, in Indianapolis. Where's that at in uh, Indy? At the convention center. Okay. How close and, is that to uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Oh, uh, 45 minutes. Oh, half, so it's, half it's hour. It's not close then? No. Gotcha. It's it's right in downtown Indianapolis. 
Is there any uh, like uh, I mean, big time people there like NASCAR or oh, absolutely. NHRA? Okay, absolutely. It's not just uh, absolutely, and uh, there it's it's connected to a mall too. So if uh, the ladies want to go and <laughs> nice. go go do some shopping, get their Christmas shopping done. Uh, I think there's three or four hotels that are directly connected to it, so a lot of the people that are there never have to go outside. So are you, uh, do you have a booth there? Or you oh, just, no. What, it's, what do you do when you It's go? been sick. I, I just cruise, shake okay. hands, slap backs, look at all the uh, the pretty parts. And, Your and, suppliers there? Do you oh, absolutely. Okay. And there are suppliers that I, I've never heard of or never seen, and it gives us a chance to connect with them. Cool. All right. I'll have to get to one of these sometime then. How much, uh, do you know how much it is to, to uh, get in? I, I don't believe it. It's anything. Um, that is the best price. Free, you know, ladies, we, we, candy, and racing. With with the weather with the weather we're having, <laughs> it really makes makes me miss the days that it was in Florida. When was that? Oh, I, I think they've been back at Indianapolis five years now. Okay. Uh for three or four, maybe five years they had it in Florida. The whole thing started uh I, and I, I believe it was in Memphis, but uh, Bill wants you to pick up uh, decals for his shop walls while you're down there. Pick up shop decals Some, for what? For his shop walls. Okay, very good. Yeah. Uh, moving on to, into uh, some unfortunate uh, news. A lot of a lot of uh, our racing family, uh, we've been losing some folks recently. Yeah, people um, very close to us too. Uh, right. Close to the Oakshade family. Yeah. Dan Miller just passed away Sunday. He's a Oak, flagman. Oakshade's flagman. Very good. Been flagman for a lot of years there. Uh, the week before, Rick Shorling, area engine builder, uh, has built engines forever. See, I didn't know him, but I, I knew the other gentleman we were speaking about, Joe Durbeck. And a couple of couple of days before Rick passed away, Joe Durbeck passed Joe started in Oak, at Oakshade in the mid-'80s, uh, won a couple of bomber championships, moved up to the sportsman class, was very dominant there. Uh, a couple of his crew members actually passed away, so he slowed down a little bit and uh, was still a major factor anytime he showed up. I want to say he was out there at least uh, the year before last. Absolutely. I don't know about this past year. but Right. Uh, yeah, he wasn't there this last yeah. summer, but... The year before, he ran two or three times, won a couple of them. So let's uh, let's hope uh, we're done with that. Uh, we have to be. Hopefully. Getting the crazy. racing family is so close yeah. that it really hurts when, when we lose one of our people. Absolutely. Uh, Josh McNichol wants you to stop by booth 1505. Check him out. I will do that. There you go, Josh. That's right. We're on Facebook Live. Uh, if you're listening on uh, your iHeartRadio app, you can also check us out live when we record, which is now, 7 o'clock Thursday nights, Facebook Live, facebook.com slash hammerdownracingreport. Um, and then, uh, of course, catch us on demand on the iHeartRadio. And if you can't remember the Hammerdown Racing Report, just type in Hammerdown and it'll... It's like the second one or something. Yep. Yeah. It'll, so, and you'll, if you, you'll find us. And if you click on follow on the uh, iHeartRadio app, then it notifies you uh, when we post a new one. Actually, it's a little... I think it takes like a day for some reason. I got the – it was like a day and a half after I posted it. It was like, hey, there's a new Hammerdown Racing Report. Like I did that yesterday. A but, day later. But at least you get notified. So. Right. All right. Um, 
Excuse me. Got some uh, coffee burp there. Uh, NASCAR, uh, they've got some uh, rule changes coming up again. I know I'm shocking news there oh, yeah. <laughs> for 2018. We're trying to make um, the racing better. That, well, this time they're trying to make uh, pit road safer. Uh, they're cutting back on the number of uh, pit crew members that are going to be uh, allowed over the wall. Uh, basically, it's going to be one tire carrier instead of two. They say the uh, safety part of that is because they're going to be taking 40 people off of pit road. What do you think? Uh, what's your opinion on on that? Do you think that's really going to make things safer? You got one guy handling two tires now. They still have. They have to put tires on both sides of the car, so maybe one guy is going to be twice as much in danger as as before. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And not all forty of the guys are on the pit road at the same time, unless right. it's like early in the race and everybody's pitting at the same time. But most of the time, that doesn't happen. Most. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was named the most popular driver for the 15th consecutive year. What a, what a surprise. He was uh, named that by the National Motorsports Press Association uh, uh, by receiving the most votes from fans who voted online over the final 10 weeks of the season. Do you think he'll win it next year, even though he's not racing? Would nah. he, is he eligible? Because um, he's still technically a driver, right? Maybe. I don't know. Chase Elliott. You think he's going to win yep. it next year? His, really? his dad won it. Consistently, every year before junior. So, yep, Chase Elliott. Wild Bill Elliott. Yep. Son. His kid. Okay. Okay. Early in the show, uh, we mentioned about some safety. Oh, yeah. Safety items that uh, are going to be absolutely mandated, I guess, just like they were last year. Anyway, uh, late model. Where where are we talking? Are we talking? uh, late, Late model. Modified for sure. UMP rules? UMP, okay. yes. Uh, head and neck restraints are going to be mandated. Automatic discharge fire extinguishers are going to be mandated. A door really? intrusion plate, which is a 16-inch by 24-inch plate. Was that the, the sec- thing they had? Uh, securely fastened to the outside of the door bars on the driver's was side. Was that, that the Eldora thing? Correct. That was causing a bunch of controversy uh, yep. early a, last a season lot, or this past con- season? A lot of controversy. Now, was that welded? Because I remember that was part of the argument where well, they'd be welded yeah, initi- or bolted. Initially, it had to be welded. Okay. and. There, but there the was, rule is bolted now. Is yeah, okay? there was a lot of okay. a lot of flack on that. They can be welded. Okay. Uh, they can be bolted uh, using fabricated uh, mounts, but they're only available from three different suppliers. Uh, All Star Racing is one of that's them. That's one of your suppliers. That's so one we of can our get suppliers. these from uh, Ron. They, they can get the attachments from from us, uh, or they can weld. Uh, Basically, a body tab, a quarter inch by quarter inch bolt body tab, uh, and I think there's twelve of those that would have to attach the plate to the door bars. So head and neck restraint. Do you have? Uh, have you been running a head and I neck restraint? I haven't. I haven't. I have one. It's in the trailer. I haven't been. Uh, the automatic discharge fire extinguishers supposedly are going to be mandated. Uh, and How expensive are are those? Is a system like that? I believe the price is coming down, but they're still eight hundred dollars. So it's going to be a significant. Uh, oh, absolutely! Chunk out of your pocketbook. And, and for... supposedly, uh, the updated fuel cells. But Sam Driggers, the head of UMP, said, "As in the Maybe past, we should get him on the on the show sometime." As as in the past, um, I I'm willing to work with the racers. 
whatever that means. Well, wasn't that going on last offseason, too? Oh, absolutely. I remember this was all getting absolutely. tossed around, and then they kind uh, of backed off because yeah, of— The head and neck the... restraint was not mandated last year, and the door intrusion plate was something that came out of Eldora's rule, uh, and now it's mandated. Uh, okay. So are but, these rules finalized then? Oh, yeah. They, okay, they so this is, they're not com- they're not going to go back on it before the season, or will they, or is that possible? Sam Drigger said, <laughs> as in the past, I'll be willing to work with the racers. Okay. So there's a little bit of gray area. A lot. To this. And still, like you said, three months until the season, so a lot could still change then possibly. But as of right now, these are the rules. Those are etched in stone rules as of today. And so that'll... And, and, and again, like we mentioned last week, some of these things, head and neck restraints, uh, they're available... 300 to probably $700. Uh, a little bit pricey, but moms, grandmas, aunts, uncles might want to buy something like that uh, for Christmas presents. Uh, it's what to give your racer. It's it's something that, in theory, makes the racer more safe. More safe, and uh, it's something you can feel good about uh, as opposed to buying a camshaft or a set of tires. Um so this will affect a lot of racers around here that are racing uh, Attica, Oakshade, uh, the Modifieds, uh, racing at uh, Butler. There's or... probably 70 late models between Attica and Oakshade. Uh, the Modifieds. Do you think Lima, that's going to cut Lima, back on, on some of the drivers? You know that that can't really. You know some of the lower budget drivers. Scott, be able I to believe that I believe that it will definitely cut back on teams that will be able to race. And this is at a bad time when there's less cars anyways where tracks are struggling to uh, to get full full fields right yep you so. saw that from the from the other side of the uh, other side of the track mm-hmm. fields were down a little bit um not so much uh, where we are but i mean other right. tracks we've seen oh absolutely car counts. you know there's tracks in illinois where they get 12 maybe 15 late models and you well, know they got all the summer national races next yeah. year to uh <laughs> To get a full show, they they run five, six, seven classes at some tracks, with a dozen cars in each one. All right, we're we're blessed with good car counts here. So, well, and uh, if there's any changes in those rules, I'm sure you will keep us informed. Oh, I will. I will. You talk. How often do you talk to Sam? I will be talking to him tomorrow. Oh, take take that PRI? one. Take that one to the bank. <laughs> All right. Um, upcoming races, uh, the, uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals coming up next week and, uh, we'll have, uh, a, uh, someone checking in, hopefully. Dave Gumby, Stephanie Miller, uh, and hopefully, uh, we can get Rusty Schlenk or somebody on his crew to check in with us. And if not, maybe we'll have, uh, see if we can get Rusty in the week after and tell, tell us about his experience. Absolutely. At the, at the, the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Rumble in Fort Wayne's coming up uh, 29th and 30th of this month. That's at the Allen County War Memorial. And, of course, the Wild Bill Hart Hangover Race, New Year's Day at Sandusky Speedway. Champagne stocks, moonshine stocks, whiskey stocks, pits at 9, hot laps at 11. And uh, that's when the main gates open racing at 1 o'clock. And Ron Miller will be going for his 14th, 14th win. So. Of, of those races that you mentioned, the two former ones are going to be indoors in Heated venues. Yeah, the third one, not so much. Not so much. They'll be out in the elements. Racing no matter what. If That's it, it. If the forecast has rain, snow, wind, anything, it'll be going on. If the weather's really yucky, we will have our motor home there with hot chocolate 
Feel free to stop. And, and they, they do have hot chocolate there. Concessions. Uh, they do. Uh, they do. I and mean, if you hit uh, the flagman with a snowball, you uh, get that free uh, hot dog and hot chocolate, was it? I. And I think they have the bar open too. The bar, so if the you bar want to watch some the of the, bar is open, the bowl the games and get warm, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So. so you won't be missing the bowl games. You can watch some of the racing and stay warm, stay dry. It's a great time. It really is, Scott. More details on uh, their website. I believe it's Sandusky Speedway or Sandusky. Yeah, SanduskySpeedway.com. Yep. I believe is their website. So uh, there you go. I think, and we have it on uh, our Facebook page, a link to uh, the event information. And they also have a Facebook page. Absolutely. So that's going to do it for the show for this week. Thanks for tuning in from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. We'll talk to you all again next week. Absolutely. We'll see you uh, next Thursday, 7 o'clock. Don't forget, listen to us on iHeartRadio. Bye, y'all. We're out. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.